2: Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not the left is pushing their sexual ethics on kids. And we are starting right now with Dr. J.F. Gary, up his opening statement. Thanks so much for
3: being with us. The floor is all yours. Hello, I'm glad to be here. Thank you, James. And bear with me tonight. I have a cold, so I will speak with a low voice, but I think I'll be able to make my point. So is the left pushing their sexual morality onto children? I think it's very surprising that anyone could be arguing against this, since the standard of evidence to reach this conclusion appears to be met on an everyday basis. That is, every day on lips of TikTok, on other accounts, we have a new revelation of a new teacher who wants to mess with the system of heterosexuality, who wants to undo the system, who wants to push his own sexual beliefs onto children. And that has come to an extreme uh, case in the case of trans youth in America. And I've been mapping the phenomenon so that we could understand for the first time. I'm presenting this map. This map was not available. Researchers somehow don't want to touch this subject. I have a map here of trans youth in America by state. Uh, this is 14 to 17 years old the number of people per 100,000 of this age who identify as trans. And you can see that in the northern heartland, North Dakota, South Dakota, you have rates of 400 to 700 kids like this, over 100,000. If you go into California, West Virginia, you reach 1,500. That is, if you live here in the red states, your child is three to four times less likely to end up identifying as trans as opposed to a leftist state. To me, there's only one explanation possible for a map like this. There is an environmental effect, people's sexual preferences. You don't become trans out of nowhere. You become trans because of certain stimuli in your environments. And it seems to me, if you look quickly at that map, that things like republicanism, right-wing states, uh, perhaps religiosity, are protective against the non-reproductive lifestyle of the LGBT activist. So the only way you can get a map like this is when certain beliefs are put forward in republican states, in religious states, that lead less youth to end up identifying as trans by 14 to 17 years old. And uh, the, cor- the, the corollary of this is that leftist states are pushing people into the LGBT activist lifestyle. And met in many cases, I would say against their own well being. There are many people who regret t- adopting the trans lifestyle and tell us once they become adults, how they have been pushed by the system, pushed by a system that financially profits from their choice. Their choice, which ends up being to sterilize themselves, to apply surgeries that sometimes are irreversible. What we could do instead of this is do what we have done in in American history for the last 200, 300 years, unabashed heterosexual promotion. We should push heterosexuality and present it as the first and foremost and the most sustainable way to live sexually. I often like to say, If heterosexual marriage was a vaccine, the FDA would be forced to recommend it to everyone. With heterosexual marriage, you will get less STDs, you will lead a happier life, you will be reproductive, you will have babies, you will not have life-altering surgeries at 16, 18, 20. You will preserve the function of your sexual organ and you will be able to realize yourself In a sustainable intergenerational system where people make babies and these babies can in turn make babies only the heterosexual way of life can guarantee this an homosexual always comes from a heterosexual parent but the only way this homosexual could get a child is by engaging in an heterosexual action so let's promote this lifestyle if if it's so good In terms of the measures of well-being happiness and std levels and what what do you want to hear that on all measures they're doing extremely well the heterosexual marriage now specifically on the question of is the left actively and intentionally pushing its sexual beliefs onto children Uh, in virginia an article at the independent sentinel reports that in virginia Harrisonburg public schools are getting sued by parents because they have a policy of asking students their preferred pronouns and using those pronouns without parental consent so that's one thing we see legally being developed by the left it is a cut from the parental consent link at this point they are performing psychological operations onto the youth without the parents even knowing so The parents can learn sometimes years after that their child has been referred to as a boy or a girl because he asked for it. That is something that parents should know because it is a psychological operation. It is an intervention. And parents should be given the the occasion to consent or not consent because some of these operations can be damaging in the long term. can be associated with much higher suicide rates, for example. Uh, The Tavistock Clinic in England reports a 5,337% rise in adolescent girls asking for gender change in the last few years. You don't get such a rise without a major social change that has promoted those requests, that has invited people to identify as trans and in fact made it something cool, something cool that is promoted in our media, in our schools, and there are whistleblowers coming out of schools in England saying, yeah, we're seeing the attention that kids get when a girl starts identifying as a boy. And they get rewarded by more attention from the rest of the class, from the rest of the school. Uh, we also detect in the people who, who form this increased rise, this rise in demand for trans surgeries at a young age. We, we see a higher co-occurrence of autism in the population of youths that are requesting those transgender treatment. What does that tell us? Well, perhaps people with autism are less socially apt. Perhaps they are less apt to understand what is being pushed on them. Perhaps it's a shortcut way for them to attain some social respect in their school. In any case, it's very worrying that the people who go to seek Young trans surgery and trans interventions happen to have more autism. There's something wrong with this. Breitbart titles, kids, uh, teachers intimidated to go along the LGBT activist narrative, whistleblower from school reports. What we are getting from whistleblowers in schools in England is that there is an atmosphere of intimidation. Uh, teachers do not dare question uh, the gender identity or the, the the pressures to go trans in their kids, and so they feel that if they say anything, they will be accused of discrimination. Uh, in November 2018, titled by Breitbart, Scottish government announces pro-LGBT talking points will be forced to be included in the curriculum, again, evidence that the left is advancing at forcing pro-LGBT talking points into the curriculum where this was not part of the curriculum of schools 50 years ago, a hundred years ago, but suddenly it is. So there is an advancement of the left on this subject. Uh, When we look, perhaps some people would ask the question, is it the case that people converge toward LGBT lifestyles naturally, that the environment cannot do anything about it, that you are born gay? Uh, That's not the case. The evidence uh, points toward massive environmental effects on the development of homosexual behavior and other LGBT identities. There is an article called Childhood Family Correlates of Heterosexual and Homosexual Marriages, a national cohort study of two million Danes. What we found is that living in the city as opposed to a rural area will make you more likely to become gay. Also having older parents, absent fathers, being the youngest child are other factors that will contribute to making people gay. Now, as a kind of conclusion to my intro, I will simply list a bunch of phenomenon that are listed. And what I'm listing here is just examples pulled from the last five days on the libs of TikTok account on Gab. And this shows clearly that there is an active push for leftist sexual ethics in our primary schools and high schools. So examples of drag show at school, example of drag show and reading activities with trans people at libraries, a teacher indicating her pronouns on the door of the classroom. We see a little, uh, a little sign that she has put on the entry to our classroom, and she encourages other teachers to display images that reflect LGBTQ plus people in the full spectrum of gender expression, and to use teachable moments to not only stop anti-LGBT behavior, but to inform educators about LGBTQ plus ter- terminology, history, and current events. So teachers are very aware that if you use these words in front of children, they will end up knowing more about this terminology, and they are more likely to identify with it. We had a Project Veritas release from the Tulsa Public Schools, a teacher who says uh, to a hidden camera, I am an anarchist. The only problem here is with House Bill 1775 or something I, is I can get my license revoked for being too woke. Uh, trust me, I won't like to burn down the entire system. Eventually, you want to remove Christianity from or religion from progressive thought Because like religion is inherently hierarchical. So we have these little communist uh, revolutionaries in our schools right now. They uh, They are enacting plans to mess the system up, to mess the system that they perceive as hierarchical. And much of it goes through a change of sexual ethics in children. The National Education Association distributes Safe space badges with a QR code encoded in LGBT flag colors to teacher. This is just another example of uh, the, the flag of this set of political ideologies that LGBT activism is, is currently a political flag allowed in our classroom. That only should suffice for one to conclude that, yes, leftist sexual ethics are being pushed on our children.
2: You got it. Thank you very much for that opening. And we're going to kick it over to Brenton Langle, who would take the no position for tonight's debate question. But first, want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral channel hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. Politically left, politically right, you name it, we're glad you're here. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button as we have many more juicy debates coming up with that. Thanks
4: very much for being with us. Brenton, the floor is all yours. Absolutely. Uh, good to meet everybody. Uh, if you don't know me, uh, I am a, a poet, playwright, and uh, Ringo Award-nominated uh, Award uh, comic creator. Uh, I've got two series out right now. Um, Snow White Zombie Apocalypse is my flagship. It's about to hit um, comic shops on October 12th with issue number zero, and there is a zoop uh, in the link if you want to get a special edition of the book. Um, I'm also the author of Derudi Shadow of the People, which is a comic about the life and death of anarchist Buenaventura Derudy. Now to begin, the charge that the left is somehow indoctrinating children, specifically with regard to promoting LGBT identity and behavior, is a common refrain from the right-wing media machine. The culture war is both vapid and insufferable at the best of times, but lately it has taken a particularly sinister turn in this regard as to the obvious bad faith charge that academia is somehow littered with leftist groomers. This is particularly hilarious coming from the far right, and the as the largest and most prominent example of sexual misconduct with minors comes from them, specifically from white right-wing individuals and institutions. And in the case anyone doubts me on that, I'll point to the massive sexual abuse scandal and systemic cover-up by the Catholic Church in the 1990s, which for decades targeted not just young boys but also also girls, particularly in the case of Archbishop Keogh High School in Baltimore, where an underage prostitution ring was being run by several senior members of the clergy, including one father, Anthony Joseph Maskell, who likely murdered at least one nun, Catherine Ann Sesnick in 1969 in an attempt to cover it up the evangelical community has similar problems with sexual assault and grooming. And for all, and for that, all you need to do is look at the Southern Baptist convention with its 13 million members. Uh, it is the most prominent denomination in the Protestant evangelical movement. And in May, the church authorities released a damning independent report detailing decades of sexual assault by officials at all levels and the institutional cover-up that protected the abusers. There is also the case of Josh Duggar, the former executive director of the Family Research. Research Council's political action group, who was fired for molesting four of his siblings and a babysitter. Moreover, this behavior is even encouraged among the far right, the most obvious examples in recent memory being Matt Gates and especially Roy Moore, the latter of whom initiated sexual contact with multiple teenagers while in his 30s. Yet when this fact was found out, a full 39% of Republican voters stated that they were more likely to vote for him as a result of learning of these heinous crimes. And then, of course, we have my esteemed opponent, who himself is quite literally a groomer. JF, as we all know, got his start as an influencer with a $25,000 grant from the Jeffrey Epstein, the most notorious pedo and groomer of at least the last two centuries. Not only that, but then he became enmeshed in a legal battle after luring away an autistic teen from her family. This 19-year-old girl was described by the court counselor as having, quote, the social and mental maturity of a 10- or 11-year-old child. JF, after convincing this mental child to run away with him by his own omission, immediately started trying to get the poor girl pregnant. Luckily he failed uh, after her father tracked them down and took her home. Now, the reason I bring this up is that I don't want anyone here to be fooled by JF's crocodile tears. Psychological projection is a common feature of the fascist mindset, wherein such individuals project the evil in their own heart onto an external enemy, a scapegoat, and then attempt to destroy it. Any cries of think of the children that you will hear tonight are simply a pack of lies. Now, that's out of the way, I will point out that my opponent has all of his work ahead of him. As I'm the one taking the negative position and he is making the positive claim, he must prove that this leftist conspiracy theory is actually happening, which he will be unable to. The increase in visibility of LGBTQ individuals and identities in school literature isn't some sinister plot. It is a reflection that our society, in response to the information age, is becoming more pluralistic. Gay people exist, as do trans folk, and as a result of this, we would be doing our children a disservice if we kept this obvious fact from them. Do schools, especially public schools, always handle this part of the curriculum well? Absolutely not. But that's mainly because the American educational system is more or less garbage and is designed to churn out managers, clerks, and service industry workers. Why? Well, because to quote George Carlin, the owners of this country don't want a population of critical thinkers. Instead, the major business and financial interests want people who are just smart enough to do the job and handle the paperwork, while simultaneously being too dumb to sit around the kitchen table at night and realize just how terribly they're getting screwed by the elite ruling class and the capitalist system. They want obedient workers, and a good comprehensive education is not conducive to that. Now, keeping that in mind, there is another major reason why it's particularly ridiculous to charge the left with attempting the uh, indoctrination of children, namely because it ignores how leftists, particularly Marxists, but also anarchists and democratic socialists think. One of the major differences between the right and the left is that the right is largely philosophically idealist. In its approach to reality. And when I say that, I don't mean that they have high ideals, but rather the right believes in some form of metaphysical idealism, usually that reality itself is primarily mental, or at the very least, it is the idea that ideas drive broad movements in history and human culture. To the right-wing brain, history is a series of great men with good ideas imposing their will on the world and battling evil men with bad ideas. For evidence uh, of the simplistic fairy tale, all you need to do is look at how often the right-wing media machine finds ideological bugaboos to whip their followers into a frenzy of hate for clicks, cash, and clout. As Jordan Peterson famously put it, most right-wingers believe that people do not possess ideas, ideas possess people. Once you understand this, you will realize very quickly why they're always trying to root out the evil subversive ideas within our society. Critical race theory, postmodern neo-Marxism, LGB propaganda, Shakira law, it's all the same. To the right-wing mind, it is these ideas that are causing all the problems, and if we can just get rid of them, well, then everything will be fine remember, as I said earlier, fascists are prone to projection. This is insanely relevant here because this is not at all how the left thinks. Leftists, especially Marxists, reject philosophical idealism entirely. When it comes to metaphysics, the left is almost exclusively philosophically materialist, which means that the left believes that it is not ideas that drive society, nor is it individuals that drive history. Rather, it is physical circumstances. Assuming that one can indoctrinate a population by means of popular education is to put the cart before the horse to a philosophical materialist ideas and ideologies grow out of the situation a person finds themselves in so even if leftists wanted to indoctrinate children into adopting some form of lgbtq lifestyle they wouldn't be doing it with drag queen story hour or woke school policy or whatever is on uh, you know libs of tiktok because they don't believe that you can change people on a fundamental level by exposing them to particular ideas people will develop and adopt ideas based around what makes sense for them and their goals and their communities. This is why, for instance, you can't stop race riots by silencing BLM. BLM is a symptom, not a cause. The cause of the such social dysfunction is material. Riots happen when a population is pushed to the brink by broad social forces. Now, the data bears us out. Hidden within the assumption that children are being indoctrinated by queer ideology is the fundamental assumption that everyone is both bisexual and gender fluid. Now think about that for a second. If sexual orientation and gender identity could be altered by school policy or a trip to the library, then we should see that actually happening. Instead, we see the reverse. We know that so-called gay reparative therapy, really torture, doesn't work. To quote the American Association of Child and Adolescent Pediatrics, based on the scientific evidence, we assert that such conversion therapies lack scientific credibility and clinical utility. Additionally, there is evidence that such interventions are harmful, and as a result, conversion therapy should not be part of any behavioral health treatment. So if leftists were to behave completely out of character and start thinking and acting like right wingers, it would still be a fool's errand. You can't pray the gay away and you obviously can't indoctrinate the trans in. It makes no sense. Not only that, but we know this to be a fact due to the incredibly tragic case of David Reimer, who after a botched infant circumcision was given female genitals and hormones and raised as a girl his entire life. If gender identification and sexual orientation could be imposed on someone, this wouldn't have been a problem. He should, he should have been just fine being raised as a girl because he'd never known anything otherwise. But instead, David suffered his entire life, desperately trying to be recognized as a man from day one, his actual likely biological gender. The suffering caused by the medical intervention instead drove him to take his own life at age 38. So to wrap this up, right-wing claims about the educational indoctrination are made by those with feet of clay who are not acting in good faith. Not only that, but they are being completely unscientific and totally ahistorical. Leftists are not indoctrinating children in schools. From a leftist perspective, the very idea of this type of indoctrination is a fool's errand. To promote such a strategy would require the left to think like the right. What is happening here is that the right-wing wants to indoctrinate children in their own values, or in my opinion, lack thereof, CJF's... uh, Uh, idea that we should be uh, pushing heterosexuality on the population as if that was at all necessary. And they are projecting this desire onto their political enemies. Don't fall for it. It's a lie and it's a stupid lie that depends on you not knowing anything about the left and being completely ignorant of both history and science. At the end of the day, the people people who don't want you to think are never your friends. And that is exactly what is happening when the right wing tries to pass laws preventing children from learning necessary information about this world and the people in it accounts like libs of tiktok are simply curated uh they cherry pick specific situations that have no statistical significance and then say oh here we go they narrativize it into a uh into a story that is easily digestible but is also completely false and just for a second i don't believe for a second that jf doesn't know this and doesn't accept this because again he has training in science and he should know that anecdotal evidence is not valid so there we are and uh, that is why there is no indoctrination happening. You people need to get off social media and touch grass.
2: You got it. Thank you very much for that opening as well, Brendan. And want to let you know, as mentioned, folks, we have many juicy debates coming up. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button as there are many to come. And our guests are linked in the description. You can learn more about their views at any point throughout this debate, including if you're listening via the podcast. We put our guests there or put our guest links in the description box for the podcast episode as well. We're going to make this short and sweet, as we appreciate our guests. They've got very busy lives, and so we do want to get them out of here at a decent time so they can get some rest, all that good stuff. So be sure to get your questions in quick, as this is going to be at most an hour and a half debate tonight. With that, thank you very much. JF and Brenton, the floor is all yours for Open Dialogue.
3: All right. Well, first, I would like to deny what uh, Brenton has been saying. JF is a groomer. That I would have been having sex with a person who was an adult, but who was found to be a 10-year-old mentally by a court. That is absolutely false. It's a false statement. It's been repeated many times about me, and it's false. A court has never found you this. Guys can go online. I, would be, I would be in, jail. I go I would be in jail if I had done this. That is absolutely ludicrous. And that he's is, going well, to talk on. to you about the accusation. Right. I, can I defend mm-hmm. myself against sure. a false point? He's it's going to tell point. you about the accusations against me that are online without mentioning to you that I've not been found guilty of those accusations. So uh, is, is he for people being guilty even if they're found not guilty in a court of law? What is he defending here? That's stupid. He then talks about right-wingers being the most uh, grooming group. He talks about the Catholic clergy. I have nothing to say about this. This is not the point tonight. Maybe the Catholic clergy is a bunch of pedo. That wouldn't change the point that the leftists are currently pushing their sexual ethics onto children. It's an absolute non-sequitur. Then he goes on to say that leftists couldn't indoctrinate children because he creates some sort of self-contradiction at the logical level they couldn't possibly want well we have to listen to leftists and what they tell us if the leftists are telling us yeah i want to mess with the system of heterosexuality so what yes what are to you challenge exactly
4: talking about here like is the there leftist? a specific is there a specific leftist organization like is the freaking dsa coming in and saying we want to indoctrinate children and in gay stuff no you've just got a couple of incidents on tiktok
3: well it starts with the incidents on TikToks. It also goes to the Project Veritas it's just cringe revelations, dude. What? It, 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 it's Would the same
4: s- thing as like a, the Let's, minute
2: of Just eight. to be sure, mm-hmm. there's not too much interrupting. The if there's too much speaking over each isn't, other, this, then they open, can't isn't hear this open? Isn't this open dialogue, Brenton. James? I, like, okay, well, hold on. I, I just want
3: to. L- let me ask you this: hmm? If I tell you that a Project Veritas hidden camera has caught a teacher saying that he <laughs> wanted to push his sexual ethics onto children. Would you say that teacher is pushing his sexual leftist ethics onto children?
4: Well, two things. One, um, Project Veritas is pure propaganda. Um, in fact, they actually very famously just uh, like uh, accosted Ben Burgess just before a debate. You guys can go and look on uh, that and see exactly what happened with Project Veritas. Now, by the way, JF, come on, grow up.
3: Um, Give Um, us an answer. I I would say even if
4: let's say that this one guy who supposedly was an anarchist and supposedly wanted to indoctrinate children, that's not the left. That's one guy who may be a leftist. He may not. But that is anecdotal evidence. And, you know, So you would would acknowledge
3: that some teachers, some teachers are pushing leftist ethics onto children.
4: I mean, I acknowledge that some teachers may have pushed leftists, but it's not the same thing as saying that like leftists are trying to uh, indoctrinate children as some sort of conspiracy. There needs to be um, there needs to be coordination for that. There needs to be but, an organization behind it, not just one or I two haven't,
3: people. Like how many, I haven't how many said there was a th- conspiracy. What? I said there was an effect on two children. We can record what? that effect when we see that leftist states end up yeah. having what, more what's children. What's the on this map?
4: What's the source on my I did it.
3: It's on my gab. I I did the statistics yesterday.
4: Okay, so the source is you?
3: The source is you yesterday.
4: You gathered all of the statistical evidence. This bullshit.
3: I'm the first to do it. And I'm a PhD (laughs) scientist. No, okay. You're a PhD scientist who studied freaking monkeys.
4: You don't work with people and you're not a statistician. this is a a made up chart. And also, we're gonna point I'm gonna point out. That, even if the information on that chart is correct, obviously people are more likely to come out of the closet in states where they are more um, accepted. People are going to hide. In other states, they're also going to leave states where they're treated like crap for states where they're treated better. So obviously, well, you said there was no other reason to get that data. JF, the other reason is people can move between states and people do can Do 14
3: lie. to 17 years old move away from their parents to move to California? Yeah,
4: dude, a lot of gay kids get kicked out of the house. A lot of gay mm-hmm. kids become homeless and they wind up going to cities. So, yes, Absolutely.
3: Think- the the migration patterns at 14 years old is not good enough oh, in the u.s God. you to don't explain have any idea of migration
4: patterns jf you're just making yes. this shit up and pulling it out of your ass
3: <laughs> yes because i've been studying migration patterns within the u.s oh, because i find it interesting are actually there's more people leaving leftist states right now than people entering leftist states. You're just now that's a separate lying. subject. People
4: are people are leaving cities because of COVID and hey. because also no, they're like, leaving cities get...
3: because of leftists. But that's a completely <laughs> separate debate.
4: Wait, <laughs> okay, but no, no I, I agree that that's a separate debate. But come on, man, you can't just drop that bomb
3: no, and not I, give I, me I, a little
4: bit. Like, why the hell well, are
3: leftists driving people out of cities? Oh, because of taxes. Because we can see that the people moving are the richest people. So they get, to, uh, okay. they, they get taxed too much. Okay, you're confusing liberals so with leave.
4: leftists. You, you are massively... So there's a big difference between a liberal and a leftist. A liberal is like a but freaking a Democrat like Joe But a leftist wants taxes. No, leftists usually want uh, an end to capitalism, either through direct action in the case of anarchists, or through um, uh, control of the state in the in the case of Marxists, or through the ballot box in the case of like the DSA. Those are leftists. None of those people are the ones who are who are pushing taxes as an answer. Those are liberal Democrats. They are to the right of the left.
3: They end up voting for the people who end up implementing no, taxes. No, they don't. So to dude. me, that's all the. Yes, of course they vote of, for Gavin Newsom, leftist... Joe Biden. Of course they oh vote for God. them. Now, so it, l- l- there's this a huge is such a parallel in point. the left
4: right now over this shit. Most leftists, honestly, like I did vote for Joe Biden the second time around just to mess with him. Ah,
3: uh, you did,
4: but I didn't the first time. Uh, the first
3: time uh, I But, voted but it for was Gary ironic. Johnson. It was a sarcastic joke. Yeah. Yeah. No.
4: Just... yeah. Anyway, the, the point is, is that like leftists, a lot of them completely reject um, like political action in the sense of voting. Like uh, particularly anarchists, but also Marxists, these are revolutionaries. They're not coming uh, through this, through the ballot box. Now, democratic socialists, that's different. But also there's a huge there's huge ruptures like within the left. And in fact, the actual the actual left was blamed by the Democrats for Trump's victory over Hillary. Like I, I took guff for that, even just because I didn't vote for Hillary. Like, not even because I voted for Trump, just not voting for Hillary, suddenly it's my fault. So, like, I, I feel like you're seeing the left as this giant conglomeration of like one type of person, everyone from like uh, freaking Charles Schumer to Noam
3: Chomsky. And it's just not true. Well, to me, they are leftist. I really don't care about the subtleties <sighs> of the subsection distinctions. It that does you if make. you're trying to draw now-
4: broad conclusions about what these people are doing.
3: Now, you talk to me about a conspiracy, and I don't believe there is a conspiracy that much. Although, you know, there are some some leftists who believe that they're part of a conspiracy. We can see it in Zoom conferences that are revealed by Project Veritas. Oh, my God. Why why Project Veritas? They're completely discredited. Because Project Veritas. No, uh, they are completely discredited. What is discredited in a in a recording? They have been caught
4: lying time and time and time again
3: they still pull out a recording and i will believe well, the recording unless unless you show me where the photoshop has been done
4: okay so you understand that you can take someone out of context and try to make it seem like they've said something they haven't said or done something they haven't done
3: like in yes, the case of that's ben why Gurgis, project veritas very often will provide a 40 minute one hour recording which uh, allows to view the full context and yeah, i'm totally no. satisfied okay. that These exposés have revealed that there are certain teachers who coordinate on Zoom calls to push LGBT talking points in the class. Guys, seriously,
4: just Google this. They are completely discredited. He's just lying.
3: All Um, right, Google it. (laughs) Now, I want to talk about the system of legal uh, pressures onto teachers because that's getting us closer, not to a conspiracy, but certainly to an institutional control and an institutionalization of these pressures toward the LGBT lifestyle, uh, okay. Biden Title X, Title uh, Nine rules have been used as an executive tool to put pressure onto local schools so that they have to align with uh, the conceptions of gender identity of the left. I quote um, here the New York whoa, 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 Post article about it. What?
4: So first off, gender identity of the left. I mean, a lot of leftist intellectuals in particular, like freaking Zizek most famously, reject the whole pronoun thing. So the, again, you're confusing liberals with leftists. Now there are leftists that respect pronouns. I myself do as well, because you should call someone what they want to be called, ninety nine percent of the time. But like the idea that like this is leftist stuff being projected onto having a partic- calling someone by a particular name doesn't f- change someone's sexuality. If if anything, it's just a politeness.
3: Well. You can call it something else than leftist. I call it leftist. To me, the okay. conception of gender as non-binary is leftist. You can call it liberal if you want. I, I put the liberals within the leftist frame anyway. Yeah, so yeah. because again, you Consider, you're, you're it, consider it a like, subcategory. I don't care. This a is mother, like saying there's no difference
4: between a Canadian and an American.
3: But <laughs> well, obviously the, there's there a big there difference, many, even
4: though from that flag a, on as wall, out, the as it turns out,
3: a Canadian American. is an American. A Canadian lives on the American continent as a You know what out.
4: I meant, JF.
3: Uh, and you know what I meant. See, so it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Well, what do a you mother, mean? A uh, mother, so I'm going to quote uh, NewYorkPost.com here. A mother in Washington oh, state, Christ. for example, told me school <laughs> officials asked her 11 year old daughter if she wanted to stay in the boy's cabin on an upcoming field trip without talking to the mother first. The regulations will give legal backing for such actions all across the country in many okay. places so, so, schools so are already straight. claiming Four legal six. authority you, you tabloid New so York, so i finish. Right. i finished the quote sure. in many places schools are already claiming legal authority to socially transition children without parental consent or knowledge oh so when you set up a system like this where the local teachers who have been shown to be anarchists who have been <laughs> revealed to be plotting against heterosexuality of course they're going to use these (laughs) rights to hide it from the jf
4: how many teachers are in the united states
3: i don't know how many uh, millions right because we've got 30 we have
4: like 34 million people in the united states so so that we have millions of teachers you have one teacher that was put out on tape from a known propaganda outlet that is known to be a to be a bunch of liars and you're saying that from that, we know that teachers in general, from one from one example, are anarchists. No, no. Now, dude, no, I am an anarchist. Just and I'm going to tell example. you right off the bat. If I see LGBT be flags. One second,
3: I, I see LGBT flags regularly in classrooms.
4: OK, There's
3: thousands of wait, classrooms. That I can attest wait, hang on. So I first LGBT off, flags.
4: You're in Canada. Not the United States, and second of all, like where are you seeing these? How often are you visiting schools? I would figure, you know, after what happened with your with uh, that girl you tried to marry and impregnate, you wouldn't be allowed within thirty yards of a school.
3: I I, I do I am allowed in any schools. I've been in uh, thousands of schools in my life as an educator. <laughs> so you, you're just of visiting science.
4: schools and seeing gay gay no, pride I, flags. I, everywhere. I've been give,
3: no, I've been giving uh, science teaching lessons. And mm-hmm. I've been making activities about the brain as a in neuroscientist. Canada? Now, so, so you're I seeing gay test.
4: flags in Canada. I can attest based Canadian on camera laws,
3: evidence. But, yeah. I can attest based on camera evidence from the U.S. That it is Again, very regular is, to have LGBT flags in classrooms. Very regular. It's something that affects thousands and thousands. How of the classrooms.
4: hell have I never seen a single LGBT flag in a single right. classroom in my entire life?
3: Maybe maybe you don't consult those accounts that you consider discredited, but that you have no reason to do so.
4: I have every reason to to doubt Project Veritas. I have every reason to doubt the New York Post. The freaking well, New York Post! They can't even get people to buy the yeah. New York Post. It is literally a uh, it, like it, it is literally a free newspaper that is sent out like and owned by Rupert Murdoch. No one takes the New York Post seriously. It's just Pierre like the same thing I took the New York Daily News seriously. Brenton is showing
3: you how isolation from reality can result <laughs> from this circle jerking mental isolation. from left. reality. Yes. Said, isolation so from reality. You know reality. how I
4: know about like the freaking New York Post cuz I live in freaking Harlem. Yeah, because
3: New York Post could be a bunch of pedo catholic secret clergy with a with a conspiracy against the entire universe. It still wouldn't matter their pictures would still be real. The pictures and the videos on libs of TikTok So first off, but the
4: New York Post isn't the one doing the pictures. You said you're seeing the pictures online. The New York Post yes. was the one who said that a parent said that someone on a trip said that maybe their daughter could sit with the freaking uh, boys uh, in the cabins
3: without consulting. Yes, Biden's application yeah. of Title IX rules indicate that this is the rights they want to okay. provide to teachers. So the institutions no are allowing this to this. happen.
4: But also, again, that's not even a story. That is that is like the definition of hearsay. You've got you, you've got a person saying that they heard someone say something like a, a fourth person. that's not actual evidence that someone with a political axe to grind pushing a narrative.
3: Well if you want the actual movement being done by the politician, I have one example here from the Federalist.com under California's new law and this is Newsom signing the bill on mm-hmm. camera. Under California's new law, parents might not even know whether their children are pursuing these dangerous drugs and procedures. Senate Bill 107 oh mandates that doctors hide children's medical information from parents if related to gender identity. So there you go. Yeah, the, this is so the, kids won't get the are working for them. this to happen. Yeah,
4: this is so the kids won't get the shit. Beat you out of you
3: them, cannot hide is- from parents. Just because you are a friend, I mean, if that's the law, you you literally this is pre-crime. You can't. It's pre-crime, and it's it's, a violation of all constitutional. (laughs) Yes, it's a violation of constitutional principles.
4: Now, I'm not, I'm not privy to the specific ins and outs of the laws in the state of California. I'm a New Yorker, but like, what, what I will tell you is that first off, like. If it is the way that you say it is, and I highly doubt it, again, this is probably to protect the kids from the parents kicking the shit out of them. Um, now, beyond because that, that is a
3: pre-crime reasoning.
4: No, it's not a pre crime reasoning. It it's just is someone taking a a step to protect someone's privacy. Second of all, it's not like the kids are going in there to the doctor and saying, Give, in, give me these drugs, and the doctor's just freaking throwing them there. If you want to go through a, tra- a transition, you have to see like freaking two psychologists. You've got to wait for, I think, six months. You've got to spend, I don't even know how much money. And again, because in the United States, unlike Canada, we don't have universal health care. So you've got to get through that. you got to get that through the, insur- through the dental in- or I'm sorry, through the medical insurance company. Like I have hearing aids. It took me six months to get them. I had to get like freaking um, three different doctors to sign off on it just so I could put a glorified earbud on my head. And you mean to tell me that there's a serious problem with children transitioning without their parents knowing it in California? It's ridiculous. It's a fantasy.
3: Uh, well, the length is getting shorter and shorter. That's also a mm-hmm. big problem. And you have okay. testimonies from people who have gone through this process who say, uh, yeah, no, you it got was way from... too easy.
4: Yeah, It and, was and, way and too and easy have... for
3: them. Yeah. <laughs> and they've been improperly informed. So are you okay. for informed consent?
4: Uh, yeah, obviously.
3: <laughs> so when a kid gets through this process... And no one alongs the way questions mm-hmm. them because they're all afraid of suits. The, the process they're involves all questioning them. Of... One sec, just to be sure we hear. Well, well the... I don't think it involves questioning them because the current standard in that field is gender acceptance. And if the person comes at the beginning oh of the God. meeting and says, I'm a girl, you have to treat her like a girl.
4: Okay, so gender acceptance is not a law. Gender acceptance is a policy within certain schools and government institutions, and it's largely to prevent immediate fights and abuse. So that doesn't have anything to do with someone transitioning medically. Uh you cannot go through a transition in the United States by law without being questioned about it, without receiving therapy, without receiving a sign off from like six different like providers. So no, this is this is absolutely ridiculous that this general um, acceptance is going to lead to people transitioning who wouldn't otherwise transition. Like
3: h- um, how does anybody have the money here. for that? Brenton is using a move of the post because he's talking about the final transition. I'm talking to you about the introduction of children to this concept of transitioning and to the change of pronouns, which can happen on the spot without parental consent.
4: Oh, my God. Okay, so the the so a, a kid can ask, will you please call me this? And they don't need the parents to say, "Okay." how is that even a problem?
3: It like, is a problem the, because it's the beginning of a medical, psychological intervention. Oh, my God. Slippery without slope parental fallacy, consent.
4: JF. Slippery slope. You, you no, damn well it, it
3: know that. It's the beginning <laughs> of a medical and psychological it intervention. It is
4: maybe the beginning. Just, like,
3: just like diagnosis it is, by the way, a medical intervention. And you shouldn't yeah. diagnose someone who doesn't consent, right? You shouldn't go around the street and say, you're autistic, you're schizophrenic. But well, you I shouldn't mean, do that for gender dysphoria either
4: i think you shouldn't do that because well first of all no one's telling these kids what their pronouns are and making them identify that way the kids are saying it uh, 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 over there so it's like if someone on the street tells you i'm autistic you you probably should believe them you know i mean maybe they're lying maybe they're mistaken but most likely they are probably autistic and you should believe them for whatever reason in the same way kid tells you this is my gender okay See how that goes. Believe them. And, uh, you know, if it, if they want to do something medically about it, that is between them, their parents and their doctor. But I guarantee you there is no way anyone's going through a transition or getting any kind of serious drugs or treatment without speaking to psychological professionals.
3: Brenton has said it's between them, their parents and a medical provider. I would agree mm-hmm. with this. But the law is currently moving away from this and making it between the teachers the school officials, the children, Wait, and the state. This is a, I thought this was a bill about medical providers.
4: I, I thought this was a, a medical provider bill. This is a bill about schools now.
3: Under California's new law, this is the federalist.com on 30th of September this okay, year. Looking this up. The schools will be forced to hide children's medical information from parents if it is related to gender identity
4: yeah okay so again that's doesn't have anything to do with them medically transitioning then that's just schools being required to keep like privacy for for the kids because again a lot of gay kids get kicked out of their home or get abused when their parents find out they're gay
3: so like which is pre-crime uh, it's not pre-crime, pre-crime reasoning absolutely no, it's
4: not pre-crime it's just for god's sake man like you don't want to out someone in a, in a dangerous situation if the kid what wants if the parents come- to know they'll tell them
3: what if I look at your face and you know, I'm like, OK, I've seen a lot of faces like this. They tend to commit more crimes. And I put you in I jail. I mean, you do because do you're that. More you're a likely... freaking fascist, dude. <laughs> well, well <laughs> suppose like I was to say, you haven't
4: pulled out Brenton, the calipers.
3: <laughs> based on your sex, you are male. You are more likely to commit crimes. So I'm going to put you mm-hmm. in jail. That's what so, you do to parents right now because are you are likely to abuse your jail. child. What? Are
4: the parents being put in jail?
3: No well, they just no, not being but they have, they have a fundamental right being violated which is the right to consent for children
4: No they don't have the right Okay so they're they're being denied information
3: information that their child and does not capacity want them to, to know. consent
4: So you can't consent to having information or not in this in in this case
3: like you can you consent the, the inform- to your child having a psychological treatment or not for a disease mm-hmm. that has been assessed Yeah, but that has
4: nothing to do with the California law.
3: The California law is just about
4: what teachers can tell parents.
3: Exactly. And so it keeps it keeps a a circle of deception from the parental uh, nuclei and it gives it entirely to the state so that they can do what they want without the parents ever knowing.
4: Okay. yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) <laughs> like a kid is not going to go through a transition it or start is taking drugs or, or hormone blockers without their parents knowing it is knowing. happening they, they, JF, I want to explain this very clearly, they would have to go through their parents insurance to pay for those drugs or they would have to if their parents have Medicaid, they have to go through their parents Medicaid to pay for those drugs, their parents would find out about it immediately
3: there are various ways with which you would no, see there aren't. the states starting to offer those services to people who don't have insurance. A uh, state-based support program. No, state-based and they will support eventually programs get it are,
4: are basically Obamacare. What happens is, is yes. that they're giving you insurance for a, a lower premium because it's been subsidized. That's that's still private insurance. you still got to go through it. And the insurer doesn't want to pay for a frivolous um, uh, service. So as it turns out, it.
3: as it turns out, many insurers are already covering things related to gender identity and gender. Yes, dysphoria. when it's an
4: actual real service, when you've got a diagnosis from a doctor and you've got six months. Uh, and of, so now you've equipped to-
3: you've equipped the the young people with an insurance service with hiding information from their parents. With school collaborating to this change of identity Wait. and with the final medical treatment how being available, if not before 18 years old. at in the
4: someone with insurance? The kids don't get the insurance. If you are a minor, it is your parents getting the insurance and you going through them.
3: Exactly. So there they, are they no there are no have, they, there's on, no Obamacare for JF minors well. Uh, anyways, I was in the US and you can just go into a hospital and they will treat you and you Jesus can go Christ, into a community said, in You can right, go room. to a community right, a, uh, uh, You can go. go to a community clinic and I swear I wanted to pay and they didn't want me to pay. Uh, so okay. yeah, there's plenty of medical services available in communities in the US that are totally accessible to young people.
4: Not surgery, not hormones. I mean Again, we are with hormones, the move of the gold for the rest here. Of your life.
3: I'm not, we are with I'm the not moving the goalposts. Goal you, you
4: are implying yes, because that I'm because not talking you can just go to about surgery. Surgery would be a massive you can go problem. To a free clinic that like, and you can go to the emergency room. And by the way, if you go to the emergency room, yes, they have to treat you because it's an emergency. But then you get hit with like a fifty thousand dollar bill. Like, again, like, these are not things that a minor is capable of doing on their own. And therefore, your entire line of, of, of objection makes no sense.
3: A minor is capable of getting some treatment, at least from the nurse of the school, from the psychologist oh of the school. They so they're
4: capable of talking with someone. With they're t- capable yes. of talking with someone about their gender identity.
3: Oh yes. no. Oh no, and god, that call is, the freaking papers, that is, man. That is a treatment. They can have a conversation with That is a psychological a intervention. That's a hey, psychological really intervention. Ask you by the way.
4: You are like obsessed with genetics. this has been you in like every single freaking debate that we've had, you have been like on the side of genetic determinism. And suddenly you're sitting here saying that everyone's bisexual, everyone's gender fluid and society can cause you to identify with one gender or another, despite, you know, the cases like that poor guy, David, who died at 38. Like, why are you suddenly abandoning science like for, for this bullshit culture war?
3: that's what you don't understand you think i'm ab- i'm abandoning science but the fact is the reason i'm fascinated by genetics is that there are certain behavioral outcomes that are highly predicted by genetics uh iq for example is highly you know, predicted yes, yes, by yes, genetics as it turns out homosexuality is not it's 55% variance determined by genetics and 45% determined by other things, like environment. Okay, so, so I know you, that there is a what, strong environmental on. component from science about homosexuality. From science.
4: Which, which study is this that you're that
3: you're well, quoting? Well, you, I can give you the links if you please want. Do. There are studies about GWAS. Yeah, please, there please are do. studies about you correlates. Have, you've
4: quoted studies that like, yes. are highly unreliable before, so I would love to see well, this
3: one. I will give you the link. You
4: can po- fire it into the chat. I'll look at it after the debate. This may yeah. be. Folks, what I'll do is, in just a little bit, we're going to go at full speed into
2: the q and ai I'm going to just jump into a couple of questions that have come in so far. Unless, gentlemen, mm-hmm. well, we'll give you a little bit more chance to discuss. But I just want to do this because, folks, want to let you know, we're going to move through it fast tonight. So, in other words, we're going to wrap up in less than a half hour from right now. In terms of a quick question that came in, O'Flamio said, Brent, actually, the right is primarily duelists, not idealists. Idealists, like myself, are monists. I am also centrist. Brent, any thoughts? Uh, okay.
4: So there are, like, right-wingers who believe in substance dualism, but, like, that that's completely different between phys- philosophical idealism and philosophical materialism. Um, like, yeah, I mean, you get that, but also a lot of right-wingers don't really think... Th- think it through so there's like unspoken assumptions that they have about the world even if they don't have the philosophical vocabulary to identify one way or another the idea that for instance like it's radical islam that's causing terrorism not the horrible way that the west has been treating uh you know arabs for for generations is like that's idealism it's the idea that th- these the toxic ideas just get up and get into somebody's head and cause them to do something that they wouldn't already th- they wouldn't otherwise do. It's it's just hogwash.
3: Like yes, prob- the name of this study I was mentioning is twin study links genes to homosexuality science volume 255 number
4: 5040 science.org okay i've got this thing pulled up so i will i will i will go through this jf i'm pretty sure this is complete bunk but anyway we'll we'll talk about that later i i, I had another question for you by the way jf so okay so you implied that companies were wanting people to transition to make money like healthcare providers were wanting that is is that correct
3: well yes they're benefiting from more of their services being consumed
4: okay but their services are going to be consumed one way or the other that like that's how medical stuff works and also again it is the insurance industry that is paying for all of this so the insurance industry is definitely going to be fighting anyone who is trying to transition without doing all the proper paperwork and all the proper uh, steps until they legally have to have to pay for it
3: like you know there's what, no what reason amazes why me Say what? What amazes me here, Brenton, is mm-hmm. that you have developed a respect for the American health system <laughs> that, I, that I didn't I expect from an I have a, I have a an respect anarchist. for doctors. I have a respect you for You truly believe workers. that the insurance system is going to pursue justice and fairness no and the insurance system really is going to
4: pursue what is in their financial interest to pursue and their financial mm-hmm. interest is to never pay for anything especially well, it's something really expensive like this they just want to pocket when you have the, the leftist money and mobs at
3: the door who want to cancel your company on twitter and on everything oh because you because the you didn't adopt, brain, dude. because you didn't adopt the pillars of leftist moral sexuality uh the the incentives can be very skewed here and so, i think they are
4: if you think an insurance company is going to be bullied by Twitter mobs into paying out millions and millions of dollars, you're an absolute moron. Like, the, well, Twitter
3: is just the The leftists have bullied Twitter. The leftists have bullied Mark Zuckerberg. I don't see them having any trouble bullying an insurance company. They can bu- company. they can
4: bully whoever they try to. Insurance companies are massively powerful, faceless entities. The, I guarantee you, like I have, I have been in legal battles with insurance companies. I know how these things go. Um, this is also the other thing that really stuck out to me. You said early on that that, that like the family is doing great, which is really weird because usually, like you people, and I think it's even you, like. Have been saying that you know the family is under siege and marriage is being destroyed. Like, what? How is it? How is it both? How is it that the you know the heterosexual marriages or whatever are both simultaneously great and also being constantly destroyed by leftist mobs?
3: Well, they are under attack, uh, so the attacks are bad. But those people who succeed at staying in the family are have the, oh definitely gosh. the best life outcomes. Hi. Mm. Okay,
4: well, I'm not even going to get into that, because that's a whole other thing. might be an opportunity
2: to get into this question. For both, Yajalma said, if a parent took their underage child to a strip club or nude bar or peep show, that would be considered child abuse. But not a pride parade where similar nudity is present?
4: There's not that much nudity at pride. Pride, especially in recent years, has been like, uh, Disney-fied at this point as, as, as gay acceptance has continued like they've started to push those elements out of the pride parades there are plenty of family friendly events and aspects of the pride parade like uh, and again it's it's in public so it's not like you're taking someone into like a seedy strip club where alcohol is sold and, and shit yeah obviously you shouldn't take kids there but I mean like you take them to a parade out in the street and it's in front of everybody I think it's fine
3: And I would add the tattoo parlor. Brent, uh, would you be okay if a 14-year-old, a law that gives 14-year-olds the right to get tattoos against their parents' wish and knowledge?
4: Um, 14-year-olds? And which state did you say is doing this?
3: No, no, I'm telling you, if I was pushing for a law like this, would you be for it?
4: I'd probably be against it. Um, I think that you probably need parental consent up until maybe 17, well, right years young for me.
3: Right now I can get that person who wouldn't have a tattoo in your ideal state. I can get him to switch gender and to live as the other gender <laughs> no, without you can't. parental. Again, consent. We, yes. we, we've we got the t- That's the California David. standard.
4: Yeah. No. Okay, you why do you think you can suddenly get someone to switch their gender?
3: Like well, because you, you can reward them socially, you can give them more attention when they say, Oh yeah, I'm not sure about my gender. And then okay. when they do the full switch, you can even look at them more. You can reward them socially. You can give them merit points in the social system of the school but and you the can so- get them but socially. To this
4: if someone transitions, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Like if somebody comes out as queer or uh, trans, they get kicked out of their house more often than not. Like they get abused by everyone around them. Like when I was a kid, Great example. When I was in high school, there was a kid at my lunch table who literally every day, like his his conversations over lunch were like about how he wanted to take every gay person in the country, put them on an island and blow up that island with a tactical nuclear strike. How how do you think he would have reacted if I came in one day and being like, hey, guys, by the way, I'm ac- I'm actually a woman. He would have lost his freaking mind. And that's how most people respond you know, we've only had acceptance of trans folk in recent years, and even then, it's very shaky at this point. And there's huge forces within society trying to make sure that that doesn't happen, and that they get forced back into the closet. So, if you can control someone's gender identity by just smiling at them, or looking at them, or giving them attention, I don't see how everyone wouldn't be heterosexual immediately like the the all of society is structured around providing things for heterosexual couples it's only in the last 10 years that that has even begun to change i mean when i was in in college gay people couldn't even get married
3: well uh there are people who are eternal contrarians and they will revolt against any system you put in front of them and as Mm -hmm. it turns out the fad currently is the revolt against the axis not, of binary sex and it's not going to be one percent of the
4: population. It's not going to be ten or twenty percent of the population. Is, I think what is it? It's Ten or twenty percent are gay. One percent are trans. Those are millions and millions and millions of people. You're talking about somebody who's got like defiance, oppositional disorder. Like, do yeah, you believe?
3: Mm-hmm. Do you believe uh, that marketing works? Like when you when you see a Big Mac, you're more likely to buy Big Macs.
4: I believe that marketing and advertising works, but I don't believe that you can market and advertise someone into changing their gender. That seems to be hard coded by biology for the most part. If a person was bisexual, can. if a person was bisexual uh, or gender fluid, you could maybe do that, but th- those people are incredibly rare. I mean, more so gender fluid than bisexual, but yeah, you, you, I don't feel like you can actually change someone's uh sexual preference again i pointed out wh- how um you know gay reparative therapy doesn't work this is specific like clinical attempts to make someone no longer be gay and they just keep failing so like i i really don't think that you can change that in i don't know 90 percent of the population or whatever 95 percent of the population
3: oh you um, can't the problem is these uh these tactics they end up catching maybe one percent of the population, but that creates enormous damage for these people who get caught in the system who you're, get caught but in a way those, those that is not to their own. Gender advantage. Fluid.
4: Those people are, are are already gender fluid and um bisexual. So what
3: exactly I don't exactly, know if damage they would be done? I don't know if they would be if we were in a society like America two hundred years ago. I think it may never cross their mind at all.
4: Yeah, so that's definitely not the case. Um, you know, attraction is not something that somebody chooses. It is a, like, very strong driving force. I remember, uh, you know, in Vosha's uh, debate with uh, Alex Stein on this exact topic, he was like, absolutely nothing's going to stop me from sucking dick. Like, that that was, he felt that pull, you know, in in the same way that he felt it towards women, towards men. Like, that's just how his uh, particular
3: makeup works, you know? But, but you, Even if you had the drive, you can live a different lifestyle. For example, I'm attracted Ugh. to women, but I can decide not to fuck a particular woman at a particular moment. So yeah. someone could decide I'm attracted to men, but I'm going to consume male porn, and then I'm going to get a wife to get babies.
4: Obviously, that can happen, and and there are people that do that. Um, but again, that type of repression is not going to solve the social problems that result from someone having to deny their basic, uh, you know, identity within society. I mean, again, like we go back to David, where he was before he even could make memories, they had already trans uh, transitioned him to a uh, female. They, they had given him female genitalia. They had given him hormones. And the whole time he's sitting there like wanting to shave like his dad and refusing to wear dresses. So obviously this is something that's hard coded as opposed to something that people can just do or not do. Like, dude, did you ever like just choose to be heterosexual?
3: Uh, there's certainly a set of influence that happened in my life, and it could have gone another way, I guess. Uh oh, so it wouldn't weird. be very hard to take my contrarian nature and Make it mm. into a fully fabulous gay uh, persona. person. Okay. This okay. might be <laughs> this
2: might be a chance to I'm sorry. <laughs> this might be a chance to jump to the next one. This is what coming in from John J. thank you very much. Says in case you plebs didn't know, JF is the original king of super chats. I think they're referencing, are they referencing your old school channel? The...
3: I invented super chats. That's what you have to understand. People are living off super chats. I invented it.
2: Juicy. That's interesting. But... I
3: invented live streaming. I was live streaming in 1999.
2: That's pretty juicy. And this one coming in from <laughs> Docinator uh, says, Brenton... It's like an Al
4: Gore moment.
2: He said, Brenton, Sorry. I heard I'm not a cuckold if I consent to it. Is this true?
4: What the... Uh... Uh, I, I have no idea what he's exactly talking about, but as I said, you know, uh, you asked me to do a debate on cucks or whatever One time, yeah like i don't have i don't care how somebody gets their orgasm as long as it's between consenting adults so yeah it's not like a debate i'm going to do this Um, is coming (laughs) in from tiny batman says
2: brent is it okay to have a an lgbt pride flag in a classroom if yes how
4: about a straight pride flag in a classroom too um so i would actually say we should keep all flags out of classrooms including the American flag and we should probably also get rid of the pledge of allegiance
2: you got it this one coming in from that Italian guy says florida man here parent of four can confirm there are no rainbow flags in any classroom bible verses in the in middle school math classrooms though funny oh, isn't sh- it yeah
4: no, th- th- this is nuts. Uh when, where I went to high school, one of one of the three I attended was in like rural Kentucky. They would allow religious groups to come into the school and like report on the grounds. We made national news uh because like our te- one of our teachers uh, the art teacher actually like she, God came and talked to her in a dream and told her that she had to go and ban all these books from the library so he could, uh, you know, enter the hearts and the minds of the students. Like that was when I first started my political activity was opposing that crazy bullshit. Um, yeah. They, they had like um, students meeting in the hall. They had Christian groups coming in doing like, you know uh, what is it? Like mandatory assemblies where they witnessed everybody. It, it It is insane how much, uh, you know, directly illegal indoctrination happens with like, you know, especially schools like in the Midwest. Do
2: you see This one coming in from
4: Hate Sears
2: says, JF, could you please read Title IX aloud for the class?
3: Oh, my God. Title Nine is a long law. But what I was talking about is the application by Biden of his Title IX rule. Uh, what I can do is I will share the article from New York Post uh, on on the chat although i see that i don't have access so perhaps i'll share it with uh, james here and maybe he can share it in the description i'm, I'm gonna take a look at
4: this thing too sure. i freaking hate the post <laughs> like <laughs> i want to hi- i, I want to train a gorilla to go to the post and like punch every single employee like right in the beanbag
2: that that, 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 that
4: would be a, make the world a much better place
2: is it that they're not left enough enough for you Brenton? <laughs>
4: No, they're just liars. <laughs> like they're they're just liars and idiots, and they can't even sell the paper. They have to give it away for free to commuters. i, I again, I hate the, New the New York leftist Daily News, wants to use
3: violence to shut down people. That's <laughs> yes, why you get that's the leftist cancel obviously,
4: culture. my joke about a freaking about training a gorilla. <laughs> This coming like that, That's clearly a call to violence, JF.
2: C says, in Washington state, 13 years or older are receiving private care through schools with private billing. These leftists are arguing with no knowledge of the facts.
4: I would have to see if that was actually happening. I've never heard of such a thing. Um, and I have a feeling that if that is happening, that person is leaving quite a bit out.
2: This one from Mr. Krabs
4: says, J.F., do you
2: agree that leftists do not accept science when they say, quote, trans women are women
3: uh yes i believe that there is definitely a scientific conception of sex that is absolutely binary it is the definition that there is one side that provides the sperm and one side (laughs) that provides the egg when leftists deny the binary nature of sex they are denying science
4: okay so first off you are conflating sex and gender and you damn well know they're different things and different concepts. Second of all, uh, I would, I would tell everyone go Google this U um, S proposal um, has no basis in science nature journal. It is the single uh, most respected scientific journal in the Western world. And it spells out exactly what the scientific consensus is on both sex and gender. Um, so yeah, you you're just wrong there.
2: This will come in from, do appreciate your question. That alien guy says, fun fact, JF, gender identity disorder is no longer the DSM. Trans kids are not, quote, unquote, mentally ill. Lack of social support leads to major depressive disorder for queer kids, according to the APA.
3: Uh, I think that anyway, a way the, the classification of something as a medical uh, psychiatric issue is arbitrary to me, psychiatry. Is just a list of definitions, and it's human definitions. Nature ignores this, and it is just in our human conceptions that something is a disease or is not a disease. So I don't care about this question. I'm fine, by the way, with adult people choosing the LGBT lifestyle. They can do it. They will lead non-reproductive lives. Okay, go away. But what I'm not fine with is when this is pushed... You you can still
4: reproduce and be gay
3: well they tend to reproduce less they have less babies
4: yeah they well we'll get into that later
3: but and um, uh, my only issue is when you are pushing this on kids on the kids of other heterosexual people
4: yeah but you just said you wanted to push heterosexuality on people
3: uh, yes i want to push heterosexuality oh, as the so, best so way to you, live you, to get the best outcomes
4: so you 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 don't understand how that's inherently hypocritical right Like, you want to push your ideology onto people, but you don't don't want want other people.
3: people. I don't want to force people. I want to counsel people that this is the best lifestyle. If they choose away from it, that's totally fine when they're adults.
4: Okay, so then why can't, for instance, the school nurse counsel counsel the trans kid? Why are you getting so bent out of shape about that?
3: She's not forcing. She is introducing ideas that could lead them a path that is not in his interest.
4: But you are doing the same thing, especially if they're gay. Like if, if you someone not being themselves is inherently painful and psychologically damaging. And again, we can see that in the case of David, where he wound up killing himself because he was forced to be something he wasn't.
3: Like well, I will I will take the example of cigarette. You could make a world in which people are informed that cigarettes are dangerous and that will lead to less people right Less, less people will consume cigarettes, right? Uh, because we've we've lowered the number of people consuming cigarettes with you all can't this information. Be born
4: needing to consume cigarettes is a part of your. Well, that identity. that is a
3: false statement. Uh, it is it is genetically encoded whether someone is likely to fall addicted <laughs> to cigarettes once they try.
4: OK, it is not genetically encoded that someone yes. is likely to fall the cigarettes. There's some Absolutely. people who are genetically more uh, disposed to addictive behaviors. Exactly. And nicotine has it. But that's, that, that's not specifically cigarettes. That could be anything.
3: Well, uh, if you have certain genes, you are more likely to be dependent on oh. cigarettes
4: yeah but again it's only because cigarettes are available you could be dependent on something else with that specific genetic makeup and also my there's point, a ton of stuff my
3: point was simply if if i come and i convince people not to smoke cigarettes that would be a good thing and you wouldn't be here arguing well maybe he's a secret cigarette smoker that well, you're th- oppressing there's, there's no, you're from no not being a cigarette smoker from
4: cigarettes like you get something well, well, positive from you, you get immediate rewards
3: your... i'm sorry what you you get an immediate feeling of reward and relief
4: yeah that's but again in the long run that is still a net negative
3: like well then i would argue that the same way we inform people about the dangers of cigarettes we should inform people about the dangers of certain sexual practices
4: look there has been the united states has been doing that for years it doesn't fix the problem it just makes it worse like like the, the, you're you're just talking about like the crazy um uh, like sort of reefer madness style, um, you know, anti-masturbation, anti-whatever, um, you know, PSAs from like the 1950s that everyone makes fun of now. Like th- well, I'm all not of this talking shit has these happened things. before and we're not doing it anymore because it doesn't work. Or it I'm saying when there's a particular
3: worse. STD that goes uh, very spreadable, we could have uh, we uh, solar passports. We could have uh, vaccines being imposed on certain populations because they're more likely to have that STD. This is
2: what I'm Look, in from do appreciate yeah. it. Deej says, "Brenton, please cite any study that shows genital mutilation or trans surgeries improve mental health. Would you trust a doctor that encourages this for a minor that the brain isn't developed until age 25?"
4: We know for a fact that these uh, studies, like, like we know for a fact that. Um, transitioning and works. Like there is a ton of data on it, which is one of the reasons why like the American Psychiatric Association uh, changed their policy on these kinds of, be- uh, of behavior. Same thing with the AMA. Like you just you're a short Google search away. Um, so what I'll say is I can't name any papers off the top of my head, but I don't need to. Again, the uh, people much smarter than me and much smarter than JF have already made this decision, and all of that is one computer search away from you.
2: Interesting. Speaking of papers, Perhesia, thanks for your question, said Brent, all psychological traits show significant and substantial genetic influence, including homosexuality and intelligence. This is a well replicated finding of behavioral genetics. See Plowman. P-L-O-M-I-N. Yes, and, and Garapay is
4: nodding along, but he was saying the opposite earlier.
3: No, <laughs> so I said 55% genetic for homosexuality. Yeah, versus
4: 45 or, or whatever. Like Again, yeah. you seem to be all over the place, first saying that like you can persuade people to be uh, a certain gender identity or have a certain um you know uh sexual identification or or who they're who, who they're attracted to with like looking at them so obviously you're all over the map on this
2: one thing I want to mention is folks we are doing this new feature and we're gonna wrap up in about eight minutes but we, I think we have enough time to do this where we'll give each speaker 1 minute to respond on the topic that you would most like to hear our guest discuss before the end of the debate that's a poll in the live chat right now it's what sub topic would you like our guest to for sure address kids at pride parades whether or not libs of tiktok is credible public schools sex ed and kids at drag shows so that poll is still up you can vote right now if you're in the live chat and don't forget to hit like nothing on
4: tiktok is ever credible
2: <laughs> juicy this one from jen et al jen et al says brent is right leftists have not infiltrated public education to push their sexual ethics the same way that white progressives have not infiltrated harlem to promote their neoliberalism
4: um well so harlem has changed a lot unfortunately there's a ton of uh gentrification that's happened there which has caused the rents to raise by like freaking 70 percent in like five years uh covid brought the rents down but yeah there's a lot of white people in harlem now (laughs) you got it this one coming in from elijah rivera thanks for your question
2: says lgbtq has always been a mutation in the brain Let's see. Caused by teratogens, teratogens and chemicals that are lipid-soluble. Oh Let me email you guys the science behind it and then said... Okay, crazy person. <laughs> then said, Brenton, you're <laughs> wrong. Sexuality is also influenced by lipid-soluble chemicals and teratogens that pass the blood-brain
4: barrier. Oh boy. Th- this this is hypo- Alex Jones. They're, they're making the frogs gay. <laughs> they say that
2: affect the hypothalamus of children in vitro and growing into young adults and then last said, there is definitely a push for sexualization amongst children not all, not all, not all, not all, but most, it's not amazing.
4: And then said, beta. Is that all like the same? Did that person give you like $100 for that Super Chat? No, it something? was like
2: three different ones <laughs> rolled into one. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you plenty okay. of time to
4: respond. I, I, I hope that you weren't um, doing that. No, I mean, again, it's like I said in the thing, the, these people are saying absolutely ridiculous shit. It's just Alex Jones going on and on about, you know, the, the chemicals making the frogs gay. This is bullshit. You Personally,
3: I'm interested in these hypotheses. I don't think of they're solidly are, supported. But definitely there's something with uh, cities where there's fluoride in the water. Uh, There's more gay there. I mean, I see it on the maps. I study the phenomenon. I don't know what causes it. I'm not saying it's necessarily the fluoride, but we have to think uh, maybe there's something in the water. Maybe there's something in the lifestyle. But something is influencing the gay lifestyle in big cities.
4: JF, big cities have more gay people in them because people who live in cities are more tolerant of difference because we are pushed closer to other human beings.
3: People that's the leftist, leftist narrative, prejudiced. but there's no evidence for it. I would like would you... <laughs> to have other alternative explanations explored, like
4: fluoride in the water,
3: like birth pit in the water.
4: All right, so I'm you, you would see a difference from city to city because every city has different uh pipe systems, they've got different chemicals that are put into the water. In New York City tap water, for instance, is some of the best in the world and uh, you know, famously one of the best tasting. And then, like, the tap water you get in like uh, I don't know, like Kentucky or Michigan is garbage. Like so, if you if gay people are in cities across the country more often than they are not in cities, obviously it has nothing to do with the water. You weirdo.
3: Well, uh, your 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 opinion on this is valuable to no one. I would like to see data.
2: This one
4: coming okay. in from Samir
2: Farsayn says 13.1% of people who transition have de-transitioned more would have if the return trip was any easier isn't that a red flag for brenton and his other leftist friends
4: no it isn't. It- For the record, by the way, I'm not a leftist. Like, I hang out on the left. I share a lot of opinions, but I don't identify as a leftist because I don't ever want to get sucked in by team mentality. Um, You know, my views are my own and only my own. I will throw the left under a bus in a second if I think that they are wrong on something. And I've done it on. Also,
3: I should add, he's he's also a hetero guy. He he, he totally loves the hetero family lifestyle. Oh, no, you're I'm bisexual. bisexual. I, I, but I you're living bisexual largely shit. a hetero uh, family lifestyle.
4: Yeah, that's true. So I do.
3: You made the good choice.
4: <laughs> this one from Elijah. Well, I did make a good choice because I fell in love. But yeah.
2: Elijah says queer theorists pushed sexuality amongst children in books and lectures. Look at Foucault, Gail Rubin, The Fathers of Queer Theory. It's in the queer theory founding documents as well. It's obvious.
4: Once again, philosophical idealism. That's what I'm telling you. you. Nobody fucking reads Foucault. Like, aside from, like, weirdos that hang out with me uh, and uh, academics, like, you're not – teenagers are not sitting there being like, oh, man, I found Foucault. Now I'm gay. <laughs> Jesus. This
2: one coming be on from Do Appreciate Your Question. Hollow Society 2030 says, schools don't only withhold information from red-flagged parents why is it okay for them to withhold information from parents with no suspicion of abuse the state is overstepping parental rights
4: this is because the law is a blunt instrument they can't just say like okay only withhold information from these asshole parents and don't give information to the good parent it's one rule for everybody um, it's one of the big problems with law in general and one of the reasons why I think we should move around, move beyond that and, uh, you know, pursue an anarchist society. Arcade
2: Outpost says, you may not be able to advertise someone into actual gender dysphoria, but you can advertise them into LARPing for social incentives, which is why gatekeeping around having dysphoria to be trans is gone.
4: I mean, you can yeah. Can someone lie about their gender? You know, especially like if they're a t- yeah. This can happen. There was um, oh, there was somebody who had uh, bi- there was a guy not bipolar but um, uh, borderline disorder that uh, was in one of the Facebook groups and he was obsessed with um, I guess trolling and with opposites, and he like pretended to be trans when he wasn't trans and everybody freaking knew it. You know, um, that's very different than someone genuinely having a different uh, gender identity than what they were assigned at birth and taking the steps to go through transitioning. And, and to jump back, because they said about people detransitioning, most of those detransitions were because they ran out of money and couldn't af- afford to continue uh, the hormones. So they had to, because once you transition, you were on those hormones for the rest of your life. So that, that's actually more of a problem with poverty than it is with um, the the gender transitions not working. we got one
2: last one for JF, and then we're going to do that quick sub, uh, you could say sub feature in terms of the topic that people most <laughs> want to hear you guys talk about for one minute each. Coffee Mom says to JF, I knew I was bi at six years old and my Christian religion never told me it was even a thing. You don't seem to understand human sexuality, JF.
3: Well, I understand that if you want to reproduce you're gonna to have to have some hetero sex and so we might as well coach you well on this because it's what will maintain your line of decent. Everyone everyone that ever everyone in your line of ancestry for the last four billion years were all hetero. Oh
4: my god. This one so, I, I'm I I'm just saying it perfectly I hate, I hate you to can have this. kids if you're gay. <laughs> like this is this is ridiculous continue but, but you're gonna
3: to have to give up the gay for a second. And that oh second is no, what matters. No, you don't,
4: because again, uh, in vitro fertilization.
3: <laughs> well, exactly. But the in vitro is just another way to have ethereal sex through ah. glass and metal. Well, gee, what
4: do you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off and 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 you know have some in vitro. Then that sounds awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's this not an from...
4: experience.
2: We're gonna go into that feature, and then we're gonna let our guests <laughs> go because it's uh, it's uh, we want to get them out of here on a decent time. This one was, what subtopic would you in the live chat most like to hear our guests talk about? The most selected one was kids at drag shows. So I think they're asking about sometimes there are men dressed in, you know, like a woman's dress or something, and they're Mm -hmm. dancing or whatever, and some of these videos or photos, I'm not taking a position, but I just want to say as an example, uh, this came up in the Alex Stein debate recently that you mentioned, Brenton. In some cases, like, you know, parents seem to be giving a dollar to the kid to... Uh, what's the word?
3: I don't know what the word would be. To tip. Stroke the penis. To give you tip the performer. <laughs> Stroke the penis of the woman.
2: So what oh do you think God, about this? Each happening. of you have a minute. We'll start with, uh, JF. Sounds like he's got, he's got a round it, of the barrel. He sa- it says
3: it's not happening. Actually, th- there's actually a video of a child stroking the penis of the portrayed woman, drag queen singer. That happened oh. like two weeks ago. So yes, right. it happens. And, and I don't think the child meant harm. I think the child was like, is this a guy or is this a girl? I'm going to check. Anyways, this shows that uh, sexual curiosity here being stimulated, of course, by sexual displays. And it's terrible and it's so important. Because what's happening is that since hetero people are the only people who are capable of producing babies, and I would argue that if homosexuals get a baby, they've done something hetero for a moment. They've engaged in hetero sex. This results in all children in the world having heterosexual parents. And therefore, it is the responsibility of those parents and the right of those parents to influence what happens with their child. Uh, What happens with the leftists is they want to push aside the parent and develop a new line of communication toward the children that is from the LGBT activist to the child. But it's not a sustainable system. Because the LGBT activists, as long as they stick to their behavior, cannot have babies. You got it. Brent will give you about a minute and a half. I do it want to wrap we'll up. I, I just
4: want to ask JF a question here. JF, you know, we know for a fact that there are gay animals. We know that evolution, in some ways, favors having a certain amount of uh, gay organisms within a particular species. Obviously, this gives some sort of uh, biological survival advantage. Some people have speculated it's because they will raise children of orphans or something. But like, you know, again, if you're talking genetically, the ability to be gay would not exist if it didn't do something to help perpetuate our species.
3: There are plenty of things that exist in the natural world that are not useful, Uh, Mm -hmm. like vestigial organs, for example. And it is entirely possible that the reason you would see a gay act because you don't see gay lifestyle in animals but you may see a single gay act but that's you, you because do see
4: gay lifestyle in injecting it's your like
3: sperm penguins. injecting <laughs> your sperm in the inappropriate place is not dramatic it doesn't kill you and it will allow you to eventually have babies the hetero way later
4: the thing You're is is that you could say that it's not useful but we see it over multiple species so obviously it is useful like y- if you only saw it in one or two species maybe but if we're seeing it in mammals, if we're seeing it in, you know, penguins and freaking lions and whatever, it, there's obviously. I could some say the sort of same about vestigial
3: organs. We have vestigial organs in all of these groups. Yeah,
4: but and that's because they it's, used
3: it's to a, be useful. They misfire. A point DK Shadow calls it on the chat a misfire, and that's exactly what it is. I hate to if you, that. You, okay, The, the best hetero so. strategy is spray and pray, and sometimes you'll end up in an asshole and it's not dramatic. Oh interesting this (laughs) we gotta go
2: to the want to say our guests are linked to the description we got to wrap up tonight want to say we appreciate our guests wait james i didn't get to, to answer the question I tried to give it you said all I want to do is ask a question for JF if you do this, no
4: no I did not say that I said can I ask a question to JF first so give me the question I want to answer this, this I'm gonna, gonna give it. you
2: 60 seconds and then we've got to get out of Thank here you. so set a timer for one minute and the question was what about kids at drag shows where they appear to be tipping like the parent gives them a dollar bill and then they tuck it into the uh, the waistband of one of these gentlemen wearing a dress
4: So I I work in the theater. I have been to a number of drag shows. There are some drag shows that are appropriate for children. There are some that aren't. If the parents are taking the kids to a drag show, like during the day where alcohol isn't being served and the kid is going to, you know, um, tip the performer, I'm fine with that. Uh, Jeff mentioned that the fucking like uh, kid was stroking the No, no, they weren't because drag performers usually tuck you know so it wouldn't have even been where it's normally supposed to be um so like again this is like the average american not understanding this particular culture that exists primarily like in the arts and in urban areas it's fine it, it's absolutely fine. Now, if you're taking kids to like a really racy drag show in the middle of the night where there's alcohol and shit, that that's a problem. But I'd actually be more worried about uh, the alcohol and them being up that late than I would be about, you know, whether or not they tip a performer.
2: You got it. With that, we're going to say we appreciate you, folks. Thanks for watching. Whether you be politically left, politically right, you name it. We are glad that you are here. And we want to say our guests, JF and Brenton, are linked in the description. That includes if you're listening to this debate via the podcast, as we do appreciate our guests They're linked below. If you want to hear more, you certainly can by clicking on those links and want to say one last thank you, JF and Brenton. It's been a true pleasure to have you.
3: Thanks Thanks for having
2: me. 100%. 100%. I'll be back in a moment, folks, so stick around for a post credit scene. It's going to be juicy.